Hello, welcome to the very first episode of African Youth Voices. My name is Rehanet and I am absolutely delighted to be your host today. African Youth Voices is a podcast that gives young people across Africa the platform where they can share their views on pressing issues and challenges they face, highlight the importance of investing in our youths in order to unlock productivity and innovation, and also come up with pragmatic solutions to solving these issues. African Youth Voices will also serve as a platform for young changemakers to network and form partnerships that will last a lifetime. Young people are innovators, leaders, and workers of now and the future. We yearn to make a difference, we want to make a difference, and we want to be heard, and this podcast does just that. In today's episode, we will be discussing young people in business in COVID-19. It is no longer news that the coronavirus pandemic has affected businesses and even the global economy at large. We have invited two amazing young entrepreneurs to join us today as we discuss what this pandemic means for young people in business. Our first guest is Omar Sisi from The Gambia. I hope I said that right, Omar. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. All right. Omar is currently a master's student at the University of The Gambia. He is the co-founder and CEO of Catch Them Young and Kids Got Talent Initiative, which aims at unleashing the potential in kids as well as promoting laws that protect children. He is a Yali Fellow, Young African Leadership Initiative, the CEO of UTG Leadership Fellowship. He is also a youth parliamentarian working with the National Youth Parliament. He is a pragmatic youth activist and wishes to transform his society through positive change. It is an honor having you, Omar. Thank you very much. Our second guest is Ahmed Lawal from Nigeria. Ahmed is a passionate entrepreneur with eight years of entrepreneurial experience. He started his business at only the age of 15. Currently a master's student at the Cyprus International University, Ahmed is into currency exchange, runs an admission and travel consultancy. He is into Bitcoin trading. Ahmed is also the co-founder of Matt's blog clothing line and is into buying and selling. In his words, and I quote, honestly, I diversify a lot, but these are just the major things. So Ahmed literally goes wherever the opportunity takes him. Thank you for joining us, Ahmed. Thank you very much for having us. Okay, so let's get straight into it. I'm really excited and curious to hear your views. Um, let's start with, how has the coronavirus pandemic affected your business? Omar, let's, um, you can go first. I thank you very much, Rihanna. Um, You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad thank you to, for joining us. to be part of this very noble initiative. And I must thank you and Eric for a very brilliant initiative like this. And thank you. To talk about uh, how coronavirus has affected uh, my business or what I do as a young person, it's no longer a secret that coronavirus has taken the world by shock and then it has caused global economic recession and then the impact is felt across every single country in the universe, which Gandhi yes. is no exception to. So um, yes. since my uh, business actually deals with children, coronavirus yes. had made people to stay inside of their houses or inside of their homes, not to yes. be going out to, to do anything. For, um, most of the things have to be restricted as long as people are concerned. And children, school, schools have all closed. So since the children cannot go to school, it's 
almost become impossible for them to take part in any other activity. Mm, so yes. this, this really affected what we do because uh, usually we provide um, nine months of an opportunity, a learning opportunity where we work with children to build up okay. their confidence, train them to do things that they probably didn't know before and create a platform okay. for a bigger platform for them where their voices are being heard in a form of a competition. Like we actually run one of the biggest kids brand. It's not the biggest kids brand in the Gambia called Kids Got Talent. And wow. this is an annual kids competition where we go on a talent hunt to bring out different um, kids in different areas such as public speaking, poetry, um, spelling bee, music and dance. And then kids com uh, compete in various platforms and at the end of the day, the winners are handsomely rewarded and then they are connected to opportunities, life-changing wow. opportunities that enables them not only to grow individually, but also provide some financial rewards for them as young as they are. So mm -hmm. since the That's advent of corona, coronavirus uh, happened, this is something that we are not able to do because everybody is in, in, the, in their houses you can't gather yeah. the children anymore, and you're not yeah. even your team. Even the team I work with, it, it's almost really difficult for us to meet and re-strategize and see yeah. how we are going to um, go about having go this, forward. Um, the exactly the, the, the work again. So coronavirus yeah. has hugely impacted negatively our, our our platform. Okay, um, Ahmed, how about you? How has the coronavirus pandemic affected your business? Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy. I've been waiting for this opportunity for a while. And now oh, wow, it has we're honored to have you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, really, it has affected um, in so many ways in terms of my cryptocurrency business and then my currency exchange, most especially. Um, oh, yeah. Banks, uh, the banks over here in the region, I am here in Turkey, are giving us problems when sending money. It's so difficult now to send money to another. Um, when you have a client and you want to send money to him, it's so difficult because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Most of the most of the banks are afraid of um, to go on uh, bankruptcy, so they kind of yeah. regulate. Yeah, they kind of regulate the inflow and outflow of money. So it's so difficult to transact now. Despite that, everything okay. now is done digitally online. No, you can't meet person face to face to give him uh, this money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay. Um, I also read from your bio that you're into travel consultancy. And with the way that there's really no traveling going on right now, how has that been going for you? Really, it's bad also because right now I have like 10 students who I got admission for to go um, to school in Istanbul. But um, okay. when, the, when the corona started and then they got their visa from Nigeria, no, they were not able to come because all the flights were cancelled. So now yeah. they have to reschedule, to reschedule their appointment for a new visa again. So that's a big problem for, for me and then the clients. As well. Okay, um, with Africa having the youngest population of youth in the world and also being the only region in the world where the youth population is in an increase, has been on an increase, this could, this could either be a blessing or a cause. What do you think government organizations and individuals can do 
like what interventions do you think can be put in place to help youth businesses like yours especially at this time of the coronavirus pandemic okay um if we have if i have to start in responding okay. to your question that is i think um personally i i felt that um uh, young people in africa have to start taking their future into their yeah. own hands because uh it is it is no longer a secret that across different countries in africa yeah. the leadership doesn't seem to be very responsive to the needs and aspirations of yeah, young people. Yeah, that's right. And one of the one of the reasons that motivated the formation of Catch Them Young Gambia is to be able to go back to the grassroots, so that the the the, the children that are growing up to be um, youth and hopefully grow up from the youthful age into another um, age should know and have a clear idea of what they are expecting. As, um, they graduate from the childhood to an adulthood and some of the challenges that they're going to face and they should start taking their own life into their own hands that is uh because we did uh, at our level we deal with children from 8 to um 15 years and that is a very critical age they are going to school and most of them rely 100 percent on their parents for their needs so at that uh, at that level if you are able to understand and if you're able to use your god-given talent to earn in, uh, some sort of incentive which can support yourself and hopefully support your family. I think by the time those people graduate to be young adults, they will already have an idea of what is it that, that they want and what is it that they will be able to do. So those people are not going to rely on the government or government institutions or even um, civil society in order to earn a decent living because they have been able to use what they have, their innate talent, to be able to earn a living. So I think um, for young people in African continent, mm -hmm. it is high time we know that our government would not solve our problems yeah. because they've been there for too long. And then all the time, Gambia, for example, where we have a youthful population of about um, 60%, wow. we can actually decide who sits there and who doesn't sit yeah, there. Yeah, because you have the majority. But, but, oh, exactly. But over the years, we've realized that young population is being used by the politicians to campaign for them to make them go into the offices yeah. and when we vote for them they forget about us. yeah so we just agendas, keep recycling the same leaders over again exactly than our own agendas yeah so uh, i think it is high time to stand bold yeah and then tell our leaders that you know what it is our time now yeah we are no That's longer right. going to wait and for you to make decisions for anything for the youth without the youth it's not for the youth yeah. And personally, this is my belief, and this is what, what I stand for, and that is what I work to achieve in everything that I do, being it uh, the, the civil societies I serve, the business, yeah. and also even at workplace. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, that's, that's right. How about you, Ahmed? Really? I don't really have much to say, but I go with the, what Omar said, but I just need to mention more and add to. Um, well, government, you don't really need to rely on government, but government should know what to do in this time of period. We know it's a period of um, sufferness. So yeah. Government can um, provide the financial support to the less average people and then the average people to enable them to have a living cost. Um, I would say they can give them um, feeding materials and all so that they can have a peaceful living. 
because uh, in, in Nigeria, for a population of 200 million, million. Then, yeah, the rate of un unemployment is very high. So that's the only way you can eradicate this problem because it's a big problem to, to, the, yeah. to the country. Yeah. So, and then them as, as, in, as, in, as individual, if, um, let's say, for the business people, they can um, provide them. And like yeah, donations. Donation will help to support uh, less people, less average people. Uh, um, solution. Yeah. So sorry. Um, if I I can give him the permission to follow up on what Ahmed is saying. Yeah, sure, sure. Yes, I, I am not an ardent believer of um government coming to support people only during only uh only crisis. Like in the Uganda, where we have a population of less than two million people, so yeah. the government cannot even provide um, services for a population of two um, two million people. Yeah, so, well, I'm not I'm not with the belief that these governments are going to make our lives and our livelihoods better. So that is why I've always emphasized that the young people should take their future in their hands. However, the government is a critical co-stakeholder um, as long as bettering the livelihood of young people are concerned. It is time we, yeah. should, we should start demanding that those services that are relevant in enabling us to be who we are, such as skill, skill, skill centers, improving the quality of education that we get, because only if those things are, are improved, people will be able to live the decent life that they deserve. Like here, for example, yeah. they are given an, an average home receives one bag of rice. Yeah. And a, a family where I am from, less than 10 people, mm -hmm. we use more than one bag of rice in a month. So in yeah. that situation, the government's help cannot even pass us for a quarter of a month. And that yeah. is all that they can provide us for the rest, yeah. of, um, for, for the rest of this lockdown period. And just yeah. they have increased the state of emergency to another 21 days. So how do we expect families like that to live? To live, to survive so, during this period. Exactly. Our conversation as young people has to be very much serious now because the situation yeah. is serious and we, the, it cannot be business as usual. Yeah, true. Well, there's never a perfect time to learn about leadership done in a time of crisis because crisis show us who the real leaders are. We have Absolutely. some leaders come up and prove to the whole world how good they are, especially at this time of crisis. And then on the other hand, we have seen some other leaders show us that they certainly have no clue what leadership is about and they have no business being in a leadership position to begin with. So um, what policies do you think should be put in place to ensure that businesses like yours survive this pandemic? And as a young entrepreneur, if you were given the opportunity to advise our leaders, especially at this time, what do you have to say to them? Uh, firstly, I am going to say that they are supposed to um, provide a sort of relief packages that are that yeah. should be of interest free to all startups yeah. and young entrepreneurs. And yeah. if I have to, um, if I have to talk to our president today, I'm going to tell him that um, for COVID nineteen has not brought any new thing. It only exposes our naked poverty as a country. And in yeah. order to address yeah. that, the young people should be empowered. And for young people to be empowered, appropriate education should be given to them. Because education enables you to realize your inner potential, which, which will transform yeah. you into 
and a very productive individual and productivity obviously yield resources that you need yeah. to help yourself and help other people around you as long as yeah. this is not achieved we should expect anytime there's a crisis even a worse situation than what we are currently facing as long as our country is concerned yeah um how about you ahmed what can you say from a nigerian perspective if you were in a position where you could advise our president at this point what would you say to him what policies do you think should be put in place to ensure that businesses like yours especially survive this pandemic like my colleague said giving relief packages is a good thing but firstly before that you need to reduce the prices of all goods and services in your country you need to cut down the price so that less average people and average people can and buy afford. They can afford can buy and afford um, all the um food items and, and other items for their needs there's a yeah. first um there's a first solution to this one. and then mm-hmm. the second is education we need to educate yeah. our you need to educate our young youths our citizens of nigeria because yeah. nigeria we are like we are lacking education our in, education yeah. infrastructure is very is very poor so now in nigeria yeah. most people don't most people don't even believe in corona they, they say it's a lie it's a lie there's nothing like corona yeah that's that's uh, very true that's very true at this point yeah. like there, there's actually so many people that would come out and tell you that they don't believe in the coronavirus or they feel like the government is just quicking up figures and data and this thing is not real it's just a way of embezzling resources yeah exactly exactly right so education is uh is a key to it's a solution to this uh, problem yeah okay so um can you tell us what the coronavirus pandemic has taught you as an entrepreneur should we go with ahmed first it has taught me so many things it taught me i should buy my business <laughs> it taught <laughs> me about my unnecessary spending about i i realized that i i don't need so many things in this um, in this uh, in this pandemic situation there are so many unnecessary spending that i do on my day to day on daily activities so in this pandemic yeah. it taught me that i don't need that i don't need this i don't need this i don't need that so i can now yeah, control this focus my focus on the things that are most important yeah exactly so i can now control my financial spending my my spending of every day and especially with like reports coming from the world health organization i mean with all due respect and credit to them the world health organization also does not have all the answers that we seek for at this point we hear different reports coming up every day and in fact the organization has also reported and i quote this virus may never go away <coughs> that's exactly what the world health organization said so we need to strategize and focus on the things that are more important especially at this point yeah. so what do you have to say about that umar what do you think the coronavirus pandemic has taught you as an entrepreneur um for me the first lesson i learned from it is how clear and visible inequalities and inequities in our society exist i've only yeah. had the belief that there is so much inequality and inequality in our uh, in our society but then covid-19 made me see it in a way which i've never seen it before yeah it and just exposed the other, the what we already have ex- ex- exactly the other thing that i learned from covid-19 as long as my country is concerned is yeah. that how how destitute 
my country is that is how how poor our country is because um we are a country that depends hugely on um donors we're able yeah. to do a lot of things and the donors that give us those money can no longer provide those resources because they need yeah. those resources in order They're to struggling themselves. And their own own countries so this also exposes our um our naked um poverty as a country and then the other thing that i learned uh, about covid-19 is that it's high time the world looks at enhancing ict as a way out yeah in order to um to yeah. control and do provide services for yeah, the people yeah because we have seen how everything has now gone virtual everything is now becoming more technology oriented exactly and then a yeah. country like uh, ours that still heavily depends on um paper and manual labor and all of that so yeah. i think covid-19 did not only make me understand that ict and innovation is the way out but yeah. country should hugely invest on it if invest in that ahead of other pandemics because this pand- this might not be the only pandemic that the globe will experience but many more could be covid-19 made me spend my little resources in a very judicious way. I yeah. live a certain a certain lifestyle and I live a certain way. But due yeah. to uh, coronavirus, I told me that, hey, you need to save a lot of your resources because you might not know what the tomorrow holds for you. And that is exactly yeah. what the reality that I'm living with. And I'll continue to live with even after uh, post-COVID-19. Um, because financial, yeah. uh, financial discipline is actually the way out in order to sustain a lot of initiatives or a lot of plans that you have even out of business yeah. but individual plans as well all right yeah all right thank you so much for joining us ahmed and omar we wish you both the best of luck in your businesses keep striving and being an inspiration and role model for youths in africa thank you so much for joining us pleasure my pleasure um we have listened to our young entrepreneurs talk about young people in business in COVID-19. Thank you so much for tuning in. African Youth Voices is in partnership with Restless Development. Please stay tuned and subscribe for more exciting episodes. Thank you.